Hey guys, it's the Raging Scotsman once again, and I've got another Raging Scotsman review for you. And this one I actually structured and took notes and thought about it throughout the film and what I was going to say. Today I'm going to talk about 2022's Black Adam. Tune in. So here we go, 2022's Black Adam starring The Rock. We're going to go through the IMDb synopsis nearly 5,000 years after he was bestowed with an almighty... With the almighty powers of the Egyptian gods and imprisoned just as quickly, Black Adam is freed from his earthly tomb, ready to unleash his unique form of justice on the modern world. Written by Adam uh, Shitskill, Rory Haynes, uh, Sorab Nosh Ervani, I hope I said that right, and directed by Jaime Homi, Jomi, Homi Colette Serra. <clears throat> so let's go. We know this film was surrounded by controversy, but we're going to go through everything. Um, I've taken notes, as I said, so let's get on with it. So the movie. Uh, where do we start here? Does it have notes? Where are they? Give me a second. So the movie has a pretty all-star cast. I have notes. I just haven't organized the notes because obviously I did thoughts as I was watching and I should have organized it before I did this. So I apologize. It's a working fucking progress. I should advise there are going to be spoilers. Um, there are going to be my personal opinions about the movie. And yeah, let's go. So we know that Dwayne that Johnson is in the movie as Black Adam. We also have Aldous Hodge who uh, plays Hawkman. We have Pierce Brosnan, who plays Dr. Fate. Noah uh, Centi Cent Centineo as Atom Smasher. You might know him from all those teeny movies. Um, we've got Sarah Shahi, who is Adriana Tomas. Uh, we have Quintessa Swindell, who plays Cyclone, who is famous for Euphoria. And a range of other people. So, the movie um, is effectively the penultimate villain of the character Shazam um which is a the, 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 it's a it's a cool movie in itself I could review that another time but I think maybe just a little bit too silly for the Black Adam franchise so let's go through the things that we find in this movie so basically we discover that um there, there's this place called Kandak and the king is evil and he wants to use dark magic to, to take over and he enslaves his people to find these magic gems. Uh, a slave finds a gem and his son becomes, a, or some boy rallies the slaves against him and he becomes a hero and he, what we think, becomes Shazam with the wizard's magic. And um, ultimately goes to fight the king and saves the people and is then entombed in some cave and the world goes on 5,000 years later. We're back in Kadak. It's modern. It's very similar. It, it gave me very uh, Wakanda vibes at first where there's all this cool technology, but they flipped it and it's very much like it's now run by the mercenaries. And you're like, okay, fair enough. Um, that's a bit stupid. But hey-ho. And there's these two people, or there's this woman who is a teacher, but she also believes in the ancient texts and be believes that Teth Adam, as he was previously known, 
um, will come back and, and, and save the day and save Kadak from tyranny and mercenaries and save the city. Okay. There's also this really odd little boy who you find out is the woman's daughter and you know something I, I i get it you need that you need the motivation in the movie for the character the main character to change his ways and yeah the boy delivered in that but he was a bit silly throughout the whole thing um they basically go on and then we're introduced to the justice society which i had never heard of and to be perfectly honest i think after justice league i think everything's just a bit silly uh, it features Hawkman, it features Dr. Fate, Atom Smasher, and Cyclone. Um, the, the, the Yeah, it also has Amanda Waller, who we know created Task Force X, the Suicide Squad. She seems to be in everything. She was going to get her own series, which nobody wanted. Um, and they come in to basically stop the local from fighting off the invaders or the colonists hmm. okay so anyway we carry on they find this evil magic crown um the woman is i'm jumping ahead of myself there when i said the the justice society come into it uh before all that black adam is is reawakened or teth adam's reawakened and this this criminal organization is trying to get a hold of this crown that carries evil magic because they want evil magic to take over the the, the city of Kadak, Kandak. Um, it carries on like that, and then Adam suddenly has to learn to live in a modern world, and he talks about being evil, and he's all about vengeance and angry, and he flies, and and then there's some, you know, there's a big battle, and then ultimately the, the, the bad guy gets the crown, becomes the evil demon devil man who has firepower, and he has a big fight with Adam, and, you know, it goes into that. But what I suppose I really want to talk about, instead of the synopsis and going through what the film's about, uh, the, the, there were little things in the movie that I... niggles and things like that that I, I didn't like. Um, There was a lot of... of um. There was a lot of little things about the film that I, I, I found frustrating at the very beginning. Everybody knows that when you watch a film with The Rock in it, The Rock plays The Rock. He plays Dwayne Johnson. He plays his character. He plays himself. And I think that was a real shame because later in the film, you do get um, cutscenes and backstories to him before he was Black Adam. And he speaks the native language. And it's it's actually, although you know it's The Rock, it's actually nice to hear him being someone else. And I think, you know, the fact that he's come back 5,000 years later and speaks perfect English and sounds like The Rock and looks like The Rock, it just bothered me a little bit. And I understand the film was like two hours long and there was a lot in the film that didn't need to be there. There was a lot of added material that just should have been stripped away during the writing process and it should have in my opinion been you know this this child character that links black adam to his humanity the mother the the villain and then maybe a side character a sidekick type character a secondary character who um is there as a a um ambassador for the world to tell him that he's wrong and you know to create this 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 tension dynamic um 
there was a lot of little stupid things as well in the film, like you know this woman and her her brother and their friend uh, and the son. I think it's the son, like Dunmar. They they find the cave where uh, Teth Adam is, and the brother sits in the car that looks like the Scooby Scooby Doo truck and sits playing his music loudly. They know they're being looked out for. They know they're being hunted, but he's sitting there being an idiot. And then he wonders why he gets caught. Um, also, in the beginning, the mercenary accents were fucking awful. I mean, you've got this guy who 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 basically comes in, this English dude, and he's like, "Say goodbye to your brother." Five, four, three, and it's just like, "Oh, shut the fuck up!" And then he goes, "Any last words?" And you're like, "Oh, mate, fuck off! Just fuck off, you shit." Luckily, he dies very early on. The first time we see Adam with the with the the, the robe is is pretty cool. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. the The fact that the Rock didn't speak for like the first, you know, like five six minutes, at least, was pretty cool. It was just action when you see him, and it was very Snyder esque with the speed moves during the fighting. The way they did that was awesome, and I loved it. And then suddenly. They're all surrounded by the military choppers and, and and they're they're surprised that, you know, this guy Black Adam has just like thrown people and thrown tanks and 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 you know that he, he's just appeared flying, so they say, Oh, you know what, we're gonna challenge um we're gonna challenge this guy. Um clearly they've never heard of Shazam or Superman or Batman or anything in this universe. Then there's a weird scene where he rips a truck in half by parting his hands like he's parting the fucking Red Sea, like fucking Moses. And then it goes on to the very, what I felt was a very Man of Steel, Superman kind of weakness. So there's this 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 uh, element called Eternium, which is what they make the evil crown out of, which gives you the penultimate villain. And from that, they have Eternium Rockets. So they knew that this, you know, this guy might appear. So they created these rockets. Um, we then find out that the, the the penultimate bad guy was friends with the woman at the start, the teacher, and um, he is like the descendant of the evil king that Black Adam, um, you know, destroyed. Um, a then you're introduced to the Justice Society with their indestructible ship. We have Hawkman, Atom Smasher, Doctor Fate, Cyclone. I'll I'll be perfectly honest. Atom Smasher and Cyclone. In fact, all of them were completely underdeveloped in the story. I mean, you you you're meant to feel for these characters, and I I get they brought an Atom Smasher as like a fun comedy type character, but there just wasn't enough and. He was kind of irrelevant. Like he became big, but he didn't go small. He, he he became big, and you know, you know, the whole Justice Society caused more destruction in that entire film than Black Adam or anybody else. It was just a bit stupid, and I felt like the, the they they tried to throw in these kind of adult, almost adult like jokes between um, Atom Smasher and and Cyclone. There was probably more that they didn't put in, but one in particular stuck out, and he's like. He says to Cyclone, who who comes across as this like teenage girl, which is a bit weird, and he's like, "What do you do?" And she's like, "Wind." 
you and he's like grow and she's like <laughs> cool and you're like that's fucking weird like why is that 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 got to be like that um yeah and and, and then the, the 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 child the little boy and i can't remember his name but he's really annoying throughout he he idolizes black adam he's like oh you know he wants him to be superman he's like he doesn't understand despite his mother like being a teacher and teaching him about these stories and texts and the responsibility and trying to find these elements and things like that doesn't understand the power of what he speaks of um his room is literally littered with justice league posters and shit which is cool you know it's a good nod to it um you then see other scenes where adam is is you know learning about the city and he's he's challenged by these mercenaries and he he throws one across the city and and then this dude like un, unloads a whole clip on him and you're like dude you just saw him throw someone across the city you literally probably heard on your phone oh my god this guy just fucking threw a chopper into another chopper we just unload our fucking m50 cannon on him and he didn't fucking phase him what are you going to do? Oh, you know what? I'm going to use my fucking M4 and I'm just going to fucking shoot him. I'm just going to keep shooting him until it fucking works. No, no, he runs out of ammo and then decides to go into a fucking Clint Eastwood for a few dollars more standoff with his pistol to which Adam just fucking destroys him. And you're just like, why? 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 Like any normal human being would be like, oh, look, it's a metahuman. Hmm. He looks a bit like Shazam and a bit like Superman and he's built like a tank and he looks pissed off. I think I'm going to fucking go. Um, You know, yeah. We then get to see Cyclone's powers and I'll be honest, it's very colourful and it's not that I didn't like it. I just didn't think it it fell short a lot. Um, Yeah, it, it it's... It's it's a bit silly, and same with Atom Smasher. The character was stupid, but the CGI was cool. The 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 visual effects were cool. The Rock is given so many epic lines, and they just fall short because it's the Rock. And I feel like he was literally learning how to be an actor in this film. Like the start, he was awesome. He was being directed. Then he thought, you know what? I'm the Rock. I'm going to do it my way. And then he did it his way. And then it was like, oh, okay, right now I need to be an actor again, and I'm going to learn. That or there were reshoots where he was being directed and he was making his own decisions elsewhere. Um, he, he, there's this great, um, great twist in the story where you find out that Black Adam is actually the villain in the film and he has this uncontrollable rage and he basically was banished by the Shazam gods because he, he uh, was basically a psycho. Um, that's another part. Then they mentioned sarcasm. Pierce Brosnan is such a brilliant actor that, and his character was so underdeveloped, there wasn't, again, enough of Dr. Fate for you to really give a shit about anything that was happening. He was very much like Dr. Strange, but didn't do as much and just wore a helmet that he constantly took off. And what is it with these superheroes that have helmets and they constantly fucking remove them? If I watch Spider-Man, I want to see Spider-Man. Okay, I don't want to see Tom Holland. If I want to see Peter Parker, I want to see Peter Parker. I don't want to fucking see Tom Holland. You know, every single fucking Spider-Man film you see, it's like, oh, look, 
His mask is ripped. There's fucking Andrew Garfield. There's Tobey Maguire. There's Tom Holland. Oh, look, there's fucking Topher Grace as Venom. Oh, I didn't expect that. Oh, look, there's Tom Hardy as Venom. It's just... Oh, look. Oh, look, there, there's fucking Sylvester Stallone as Judge Dredd. Oh, look, there's Pierce Brosnan as fucking Doctor Fate. It's like, fuck off. Seriously, man. Fuck off. Wear the fucking helmet. We're here to see the fucking actor. We're not here... We're, uh, start again, that was a contradiction. We're here to see the fucking character, not the actor. The best part of The Mandalorian was we didn't see Pedro Pascal throughout the entire thing until a couple of scenes where his helmet comes off. Dread. Fucking brilliant film. Helmet never comes off. Brilliant. Carl Urban, phenomenal actor. Anyway. Moving on. Sorry about that. That was that was it. There's this really brilliant bit where Dr. Fate tries to explain sarcasm to Black Adam. And um, I can't actually i'm looking through my notes here give me a second there's this great bit about fucking uh dr fate teaching him sarcasm and there's a sarcasm joke in there and i loved it i didn't write it down because i thought i'd remember it and i didn't but i did write down a fucking one-liner that was really shit and it was from the woman and she said you may not be a hero but that doesn't mean you can't be one now and i thought just just don't fucking throw these shit lines in we then see a standoff constantly between Hawkman and Black Adam. And there's this really cool but weird scene. And not weird, but it, was, it, it kind of annoyed me, but it was awesome at the same time. Where they're fighting and they end up in the kids' room and they're fighting about. And like there's posters of the Justice League. And I don't know if this was a reshoot and they just threw it in there just to fucking stick it to Zack Snyder. But it's like the Justice League posters get destroyed. And you're just like, seriously, bro. Like, it's cool. I get it. It's cool. But as a Snyder fan, I'm like, mm, you're a bit of a cunt. <coughs> Later on in the movie, we then see a CGI'd Thin Rock um, because he was actually a slave. And his son was actually uh, Shazam. And his son gave up his powers to save his father from death. And then his son was killed by the king. And that's why... The Rock, Teth Adam, went and destroyed everything because he was a psycho. Um, we then, you know, he gives up his powers just like that. He says Shazam, he's back to being Thin Rock. He's taken to the Task Force X place in the middle of the fucking Antarctic and it's fucking freezing and he's put to sleep and whatever. We then, um, you know, go on to see the, the, the villain becoming the fire god or whatever he is. And we see him in hell and the CGI there was fucking shit. And it, it, it's this really awful bit where where there's fucking demon voices and they're exactly what you'd expect from a cartoon. And it's, it's just shit. And he comes out and he's got a pentagram on his chest and he throws fire. And I mean, don't get me wrong, he looked cool. But again, it's something that they could have maybe done as a practical effect and it would have been cool um yeah it goes on like that we're nearly there i know this has been a long one and i'm sorry we then see hawkman's really cool weapon that he uses a lot but doesn't actually hit anybody with it interchanges uh we then see spoiler alert dr fate dies and it's really quite meaningless because we're not given a backstory or any emotional connection to his character until he has a dialogue and uses his powers to free Black Adam from the, the prison. And suddenly you're like, oh, that's Pierce Brosnan. That's how good he is as an actor. 
Um, then there's this big fight between uh, Black Adam and the the Demon God, and um, I just the whole way through, I I I was just thinking to myself like. Where the fuck is Shazam and where the fuck is Superman and where the fuck is the Justice League and where the fuck is Aquaman and where the fuck is is fucking all these other people? Where the fuck are the Suicide Squad? Because no offense, if you watch the Suicide Squad, this is exactly the kind of fucking mission they're fucking put up against. You know what I mean? It just didn't fucking like, what is it? Because it's a fucking Arab or, Egypt or North African kind of country. We don't give a shit about it. It was fucking silly. And there was all these small and really insignificant moments in the film that I thought really spoiled the flow and the pacing of the film. For instance, they introduced these fucking zombies. And I get it's to rally the people up against the zombies because they do this whole thing with their hands, the humans, the, the, the symbol of hope or whatever. But I just felt like it, it was unnecessary. There was all these little unnecessary moments in the film that just made it longer and didn't really matter. Uh, as I said before, ironically, the Justice Society destroyed more of the city and the people still rally behind them. It's silly. The final Black Adam suit is really cool as well. Um, and then suddenly we have Hawkman who can use Dr. Fate's powers but doesn't wear the helmet. And then Dr. Fate's helmet magically disappears at the very end. Um, one of the final sequences is, you know, Black Adam sits on the throne. How does it feel? And he says something um, and then destroys it. Um, and then, you know, it's like, what shall we call you? And The Rock could have said Black Adam or whatever, but he didn't. And it just went to the credits. And that was really cool. Now we get to the really... I was excited for the post credit scene, but I don't know why James Gunn has put so much emphasis on the Amanda Waller character and actress because she's really not a likable person. She's not a likable character. She's not a likable actress, in my opinion. So she come on, oh, Black Adam, blah, 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 blah. And it just deflates the entire final sequence of the film. She's like, oh, we'll have to send someone. And Black Adam's like, send him. And then suddenly Superman appears. And you're like, oh, well, that's really cool. That is actually really cool. We have Superman there. However, it was just like, and? You know, like, I... I, I I genuinely felt like the film is worthy of a sequel. I don't think... Part of me feels like Shazam could be the the opposing force, but we might end up with another Man of Steel because you've got two heavy-hitting characters who suddenly... One of them has to win or lose or they become friends. And if one of them loses, then the fight continues. The good guy loses, the fight has to continue because the good always has to win over evil. Black Adam wins and... and uh, Sorry, Shazam wins and Black Adam needs to get vengeance. So you're kind of stuck in this loop where you can't have Shazam going against Black Adam. The same way as you can't have Shazam going against Superman. It's it's this, It'll be this ever never-ending circle. So we'll get into the conclusion, and I apologise, I didn't realise this was 23 minutes long. This is what happens when you take a lot of notes, and I guess this is how podcasts work. So give me a second, and we'll come back for the conclusion. So here we are, we're at the conclusion, the final part of the podcast. So I've taken a, a few bullet points that I need to go over. So let's talk about the pros and the cons for the story. The story is... 
actually not too bad. It it is very it's very dense with too much of things that are irrelevant, but it's a watchable film. Um, I did enjoy it. I I I actually did think you know what I wouldn't mind a sequel, but it's essentially Super Adam or Super Black Adam. Um, and that you, you get the vibe that that's the influence The Rock had on it. He wanted it to be Superman, but with this evil twist. Um, yeah, it, it, it's it's a great story. I I, I enjoyed it. <clears throat> As I said, it's just it's just watered down with a lot of shite that doesn't necessarily need to be there. Um, characters that don't necessarily need to be there. I didn't think that we needed the Justice Society. We could have had. We could have had someone who we we could have had parts of the Suicide Squad. We could have had like a singular superhero coming in and trying to um, you know balance everything. Um, we didn't need the the the, the undead um, element at the end. It, yeah, it, it it yeah. There was a lot that watered it down. Um, going into the characters, so yeah, I've spoken about the characters. So Black Adam was pretty rigid throughout. The Rock was the Rock in it. There were moments of humanity, but there was also moments where you could see that he his the, the Rock's arrogance coming through, and him knowing that he was doing this and he had the control, and and he felt that he was the shit. Um, Pierce Brosnan was was pretty linear throughout the whole thing until his final moments, where he was like, "Oh fuck, that's why we like Pierce Brosnan." Um, the guy that played Hawkman was was good. I mean, don't get me wrong. I don't know much about Hawkman, and I don't know much about him when he's not in the suit. Um, but I kind of feel like, you know, we've already got Falcon. We don't need another flying bird-like character. And it's it's a shame because it, it feels like DC are trying to catch up constantly. Cyclone, I didn't really understand. Um, really had no purpose in the film at all. She didn't really do much of substance. Same with Atom Smasher. He was just there and caused a, a shit ton of collateral damage. War tried to be the funny element, but they didn't they they, they they didn't follow through with any of the humorous moments with him, so it it, it crashed. Um the female lead, she was she was actually pretty good. Um some of her lines were shit, but yeah. The villain was was I mean, the villain was the villain. He was decent enough, but then they give them the fucking, um, the fucking original Justice League treatment and oversaturated him with CGI. Or worse still, the villain from fucking Wonder Woman, that English dude who suddenly becomes the fucking whatever, and that that was shit. So yeah. Um, in terms of acting, I guess it goes with the characters. The acting was all right. The Rock was the Rock. The rest of the actors. There wasn't enough of them to really feel like they were acting uh, to, to 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 judge their their performances. Their performances were okay, you know. They weren't. You can't say they were bad. They they performed, but there just wasn't enough. The digital effects, for the most part, were brilliant. Um, really, really good. I mean, it. There were few few moments where it was a bit silly, um, but. Overall, I, I thoroughly thought this the, the, the digital effects were brilliant. The music, now, the scores were really, really good. Um, some of the the uh, licensed sound, um, some of the licensed music was a bit meh, but otherwise it was good. Um, do I recommend watching it? Yeah. You know what? If you're a DC fan, watch it. It's part of 
the Snyderverse because it's a loose part of the Snyderverse, a bit like the Incredible Hulk being part of the MCU. It's there. It's 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 an all right film. It's enjoyable. Check it out. What would I give it as a raging Scotsman review? Um, a rating. God, I'm really fucking this up today, am I? Um, I would. I I think the critics were very very nasty, and don't get me wrong. I kind of agree with some of the criticisms. When you have a man that you can't say no to, you shouldn't let him have the fucking keys to the fucking castle. That's that's the way I I see it. Um, is that the studio's fault? Yes. Is that the production company's fault? Yes. Is that Warner Brothers' fault? Yes. Do I like Warner Brothers? I don't like their fucking attitude towards anything. I think Warner Brothers are cunts. Um, I think James Gunn is a cunt as well, and I don't think he's going to do anything for DC that that they they're holding him up to. He, he's a liar. He's he's a shit kicker. He's inappropriate, and he isn't fresh. He's yeah. I've said it in others. Um, in other podcasts, I don't like James Gunn. I like Guardians, but I don't like Gunn so much. So rating, sorry. Um, out of 10, I would probably give it a 6.5 out of 10. Out of 5, a Raging Scotsman rating, I would probably give it a 3 out of 5. Um, so check it out. Uh, my podcasts are on Spotify. They're on, I think they're on Amazon. They're on, uh, they're on Podcasters. I'm on Instagram. I'm on Tumblr. I think I'm on Threads. Um, so yeah, check it out and share with your friends. And if you've got any questions, fire me up on social media and give me a shout. I would love to hear from you. I say it every time. Maybe I should say it at the start because this is like a half hour podcast. But, you know, I do take requests. Not that I ever get asked. Anyway, take care. I'll talk to you later.